Let's focus on the issue of the moment, that being e-com. Now, we know it is our, uh, as uh, our 911 service, where we call them for emergencies, for police, fire, or medical emergencies. Well, recently, the mayor of Delta, in his capacity as police board chair, sent a letter to the province demanding immediate action to address problems plaguing BC's 911 communications centre. Now, George Harvey, George Harvey says he was concerned that the e-com office has not been living up to the contract when it comes to uh, standards for answering both emergency and non-emergency calls. Joining us now is Delta's mayor. He's also the police board chair and, of course, Metro Vancouver board chair as well. Your Worship, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. So let's uh, talk specifically about the letter at this point. Uh, George, uh, what prompted you to send this letter specifically? Was there an incident or a variety of incidents that convinced you that you needed to do this? I signed a letter on behalf of the Delta Police Board. We've been discussing this matter with their police chief and involved staff for over a year. And it was final frustration by the board that was decided to send a letter. We didn't want to send a letter unnecessarily, but we were at our wit's end, if I could use those terms, and to bring it to their attention that we cannot have this going on much longer. Um, I just want to say, first of all, this is nothing, nothing about the dedicated working staff they mm-hmm. have there. I know a number of the individuals, uh, they work extremely hard in very, very tough situations, but they are just not being supported. Uh, they, they are very understaffed. They're working too much overtime, terrible stress. Uh, but again, it's not about the workers there. I need to do something in my position as a politician to try to help them. Mm-hmm. Now, was there, was it 40%? of Delta residents trying to reach police for, I guess it would be non-emergency line lines where they were rooted through BC's e-com dispatch center to my understanding, and they were abandoned. Yes. Yeah, so in 2022, mm-hmm. the first six months, the statistics we received as a board members was that 40% of the Delta residents trying to reach police non-emergency lines actually had their calls abandoned. And as, as many people know, Delta police the department itself was formed in 1888 the foundation of policing in Delta has been for many, many decades about no call too small. So this actually erodes our ability to continue no call too small. And one of the reasons we're one of the safest police departments and police communities in Canada is because of the no to call policy. And I'm very worried that we're going to lose that and it's going to get worse. Uh, we were talking about the 40%, which is non-emergency calls. Were you seeing even a drop off for emergency calls? Yes, we know that our emergency calls have been abandoned also. The lead times for addressing those calls has increased to an unacceptable level. But what also bothers me is, as mayor and chair of the police board, but mostly as mayor, I'm responsible for ensuring that the taxpayers in Delta have fiscal responsibility for our expenditures. Uh, we are not receiving the uh, outcomes of the contract we have with Econ. We're paying for what we uh, were receiving many years ago, but the call service is not meeting those standards. And that bothers me because we shouldn't be paying for something that we're not getting under contract. What is causing this in your mind? Was it, is it, was it COVID-related or is there something deeper and structural? Well, I think it's much deeper. Uh, I, I just reviewed uh, just a few days ago. Uh, it was a bulletin that the ECOM put out about 20 years of public safety service in B.C. Uh, starting in 2000 from 1999 to 2019, and I was around in 1999 on a committee that was forming ECOM. So in 1999, ECOM, sorry, in 1999, ECOM dispatched for eight agencies. Today, they are now providing dispatch services for 73 police and fire agencies. So if you go back to looking at statistics, 
1999, there were 177 employees serving eight agencies, an average of 22 employees per agency. In 2019, 20 years later, there were 650 staff serving 73 police and fire agencies, an average of nine staff per agency. So to me, it's just that it's grown far too much. And we need to have the province accept a review to see how we must how we can do a better management of 911, not just in Delta, not just in Metro Vancouver, but throughout the province. Besides your letter, what else can you do as mayor? I mean, would would you set up your own system if this thing, thing can, if this system continues to deteriorate in your mind? Yes, we have to look at options. Uh, we can't have an, uh, a no call too small actually abandoned because of, of econ. So we are through the police board and our, our police chief and, uh, and staff are looking at other options to address with the police board. But as mayor, I will be you know, looking at uh, my role in Metro Vancouver chair. Uh, I'm going to be asking the mayor's, the chair of the mayor's ke- uh, committee in Metro Vancouver, which is Mayor Brind- Brenda Locke from Surrey. I'm going to ask her to uh, one of her meetings, which is coming up very shortly, uh, to have this as an agenda item. And I will be meeting and setting up a meeting with other mayors that have independent police departments in Metro Vancouver to discuss this issue and other issues. But uh, as, as chair of the police board in Delta and as chief Metro chair, I need to ensure that we're moving this, this subject forward to the province with urgency. Mm-hmm. I mean, just by the numbers that you gave me earlier in regards to, um, you know, uh, I think it was 650 employees. Uh, uh, you know, dealing with at ecom, dealing with seventy-two different police and fire agencies, compared to what was there before, uh, you would need a significant amount of new people, new hires, and ultimately a much bigger budget to meet the, uh, I guess, per capita coverage that you had when ecom first launched. Uh, well, it's interesting about the growth of this um, this of ecom for BC. Again, it was never envisioned. Uh, to cover, you know, the whole of BC. It was the only envisioned to cover Metro Vancouver. Uh, but you can see how much it's growing. And actually, how do you get all that staff uh, complement in today's world uh, by having one location? That's that, like Ecom's location right now is an impediment to attracting staff because of where it is and how, how do you get there? So we need to look at some options now. But again, it is just much too big. Uh, an operation to provide effective services. Uh, I'm just uh, sp- uh, spitballing here, but do you think it, if you, if you were to have if you were to create a new system today, maybe you would have an e-com system based, let's say, in the interior some way, let's say Kelowna, perhaps one for the island and then one for Metro Vancouver. Would that be something that perhaps maybe much more palatable, maybe work structurally for uh, our population and and our geography here in British Columbia? Yes, I think you know, that's the concept that I would like to talk with my fellow mayors about mm-hmm. uh, and uh, also hopefully with the province on board of looking at options. Uh, we've always envisioned there would be a, perhaps a second e-com for Metro Vancouver, south of the Fraser, for example. Um, but those are, those are things that we need to look at now because right now, I, the only words I can say is that it's broken. Mm-hmm. Well, Mayor Harvey, I know you have a very busy day <laughs> beyond being mayor of, of Delta. You've got uh, the Metro Board responsibilities as well. I really appreciate you taking some time uh, for our audience today. Thank you so much for this, uh, to yeah. chat with us in regards to this very, very important issue. Thanks so much. Thank you, and please stay in touch.